This is The Space Shot, episode 134 for September 25th, 2017. Discovery. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. The Mars Observer spacecraft launched on September 25th, 1992 on a course to, you guessed it, Mars. According to NASA, the satellite was designed to, quote, carry out a high-resolution photography mission of the Red Planet over the course of a Martian year, 687 days, from a polar orbit. Science instruments ranging from gamma-ray spectroscopy to thermal emission spectroscopy were going to study the Red Planet in detail. Sadly, the spacecraft experienced an anomaly right before entry into Mars orbit. Quote, just two days prior to the planned entry into Mars orbit, the spacecraft suddenly fell silent at 1 a.m. Universal Time on August 22, 1993. The results of a five-month investigation proved to be inconclusive, but one likely cause of the catastrophic failure may have been a fuel line rupture that could have damaged the spacecraft's electronics, throwing the vehicle into a spin. In the aftermath of the mission failure, NASA created the Mars Exploration Program, which is a multi-decade program that has used landers, rovers, and orbiting spacecraft to study the Red Planet. I'm linking to NASA's Mars Exploration Program website in the show notes, so be sure to check it out. On a funny note, yesterday when I was researching for today's episode, the Curiosity rover recorded a high of negative 17 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of negative 108 on the Martian surface. So if you think the changing seasons here on Earth mean wild temperature swings during the course of a day, you probably wouldn't like living on Mars. Now I've got a few things to say about the first two episodes of Star Trek Discovery and some of the fan reactions surrounding those first episodes. First off, I've seen multiple reviews both on social media and on websites like IMDb that are critical of the show because one of the characters is quote, hard to understand, or that they're upset generally about the diversity of the crew of the Shenzhou. That's disappointing, and frankly sad coming from Star Trek fans. For a fan base that's supposedly taken to heart the idea of infinite diversity and infinite combinations, I find it disappointing that people resort to attacking something new just because it doesn't fit their preconceived notions of what Star Trek should be or look like. And if you can tell, Mr. Tim isn't very happy with them either. I'm excited for new episodes of Star Trek, and frankly, I thought the first two episodes of Discovery were some of the best that Star Trek's ever had. I'd put the Vulcan Hello and the Battle at the Binary Stars up against any other series open, and I'm pretty sure Discovery would come out on top. This show is definitely a newer flavor of Trek, and it could end up being a phenomenal installment in the Star Trek universe. One final note on Star Trek Discovery, we haven't even seen the ship that the show is named after, the USS Discovery, or her crew, so all of the reviews, both positive and negative, are based around a ship and a crew that we see in two episodes. I hope that Discovery is able to bring in new fans and that old fans will also end up enjoying the show. I think a lot of the negative feelings towards the show are because CBS decided to put Discovery behind their all-access paywall. Well, it's $6 for a plan with limited commercials per month. Personally, I think $1.50 per episode isn't a bad deal, and when you're done with the season, just drop the all-access pass. Problem solved. To the fans claiming that Roddenberry is rolling in his grave about the commercialization of Star Trek, let's remember that show business is that. A business. 
Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. I'd also appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends and family and anyone else that enjoys podcasts. I'm John Molnix and I'll catch you on the flip side.